Hey there, Tim O'Keefe, Coach Tim, Spider Juice Technologies. This is another SEO Shorts. Part of SEO is, of course, content, and your audience is dying for content, dying for your content. And I'm going to make the case that if you're not supplying them with your content, you're selfish to the community. Uh, this is, in fact, the way to survive not only survive, but to thrive in the future 2018 and beyond's digital environment. Uh, the marketplace is being just deluged, uh, a, a, a typhoon of, of information. Um, and a lot of the information is what uh, some online marketing uh, thought leaders have deemed uh, content inflation and content inflation is caused by the same old stuff being spewed out there. You know, it's the same old, <clears throat> the same old, same old. You cannot uh, uh, tell the difference between one article and the other out there in the marketplace because. It's the same thing. If it's a product, it's you know it's the same thing. And a lot of times, people haven't even bothered to change the description from the uh, the manufacturer to what's on your website. A lot of people haven't uh, changed or they took information uh, from Wikipedia, say, and made it into their own generalized information. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, you know, certainly I do that all the time on what's called a tier two, um, network. I, I might do that, uh, on a site that's linking to a site that links to me. So I'm not going to worry too much about, uh, vanilla type of, uh, content, but we need to get better. And the way to get better, the way to have content that's evergreen and sticks is to, uh, is to share your genius. You're in business for a reason and you've uh, been around for a reason. And <clears throat> all the time you share this information. I, I've called this my, the FAQ and people get stuck in, oh, I just got to put FAQs together. These little generalized, you know, uh, quickie type of answers. And those are okay because you can take those FAQs and if they're a little short, quickie answers, then you could use and expand upon them somewhere else. So I want to introduce you to the con concept of curating your own curations. If you have your own FAQs, as an example, you, you would go somewhere else uh, on your site or in your social and you would, uh, take that and, and, uh, expand on it, you know, turn that into a podcast, turn that into a, oh gosh, an article, right. Uh, that you put on your blog or you put on your, your, uh, your Facebook or whatnot. So there's, there's, what happens is, is you have an unending source of content. And I'm going to tell you where that unending source of content is. It's, it's you. It's your day to day. Every day you do interesting stuff. Every day you do cool stuff in the marketplace. You're slaying dragons. You're, 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 you're meeting people. You're, you're, you're solving problems. And 
that's what uh, that's what the the marketplace needs to hear about. In fact, you probably are telling the marketplace offline what's going on, and you're wasting that opportunity to record it and put it down so that it lasts forever. See, every day you're spewing a a, 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 a footprint, a a trail of amazing things. Like I said, you're slaying dragons. It's incredible. What you do is amazing, right? But nobody knows about it. Well, maybe the person you see in your next meeting, right? Or maybe you make a part of your normal presentation repertoire. But how is that demonstrated digitally? Um, you know, and so what <clears throat> a lot of people will do is, you know, digitally, it's like, okay, I'm showing you my my latest, here, here I'm at lunch, my, here's what I'm eating. I mean, th- th- come on, let's get out of that mindset and get into a mindset of we are creators and uh, we, are, we are demonstrating our expertise, right, online. That's really what will make what you do different and memorable. And so what uh, another concept I want you to think about is what does this mean to me? Years ago in the, gosh, in the 90s, I learned a thing from Tony Robbins that was, um, you know, the old benefit and features thing, but it drilled it down where it says, um, you know, this, this benefit is, uh, it, uh, is this, that, and that. And what that means to you is, and what that really means to you is, <clears throat> and that's really what, uh, I want to talk about, because I'm not talking about, obviously, sales necessarily, uh, the sales process. I'm talking about bringing people in to get, you're, you're getting their attention. And what you're doing really when you're marketing is you're, you're kind of, you're kind of cutting off the sales process to where it doesn't need to be so long. I mean, these are some of the, the techniques uh, in, in NLP to create uh, trust. And you kind of, you, you cut out a lot of the, uh, gosh, the courtship part of the, uh, of, of the process by, by giving the marketplace, giving potential prospects ways to get to know you. And so uh, uh, probably the largest way to do this, and this is what is the, um, the biggest problem. You know, we're problem solvers, right? We're, we're looking another Tony Robbins thing, find their pain, find their, their, uh, their, their sores, their, and, and, and that scab and pull it off and pour salt on it. <laughs> Ouch. That was just kind of visual, isn't it? Um, sorry about that. But so we, we always want to look for, you know, what's, what's their pains and, and in the marketplace, we're going to solve it. So <clears throat> one of the biggest pains, if not the biggest, is the absolute deluge of information coming down on us, all of us. And so we ask, what does this mean? What, how am I to interpret this? Right. And so instead of saying, uh, you know, if you're, say you're, you're in real estate, right. And, uh, and today interest rates go up. And so Johnny prospect wakes up, <clears throat> he turns the radio on, uh, takes the, takes the shower, uh, 
goes and brushes his teeth and do all that stuff. And meanwhile, in the background is the radio, right? And the radio says interest rates went up today. And he goes and he, he makes some uh, makes some breakfast, and the uh, radio's on in the in the kitchen. Uh, or the TV and hey, interest rates went up today. And then he gets in the car, he turns the radio on, interest rates went up today. And on and on and on and on and on all day long. He's heard this 90 million times. And oh, I know I'm, I'm a realtor. I'm going to write an article about interest rates going up. <laughs> you know, that's, that's not news. So we're, we get confused sometimes of creating news, uh, which, or being, you know, just pure news, instead of editorializing the news, right? We need to leverage the news to bend to our agenda. So interest rates went up today, and the good news is that you could still get into a, a house in Torrance is still very affordable under these rates. If you make this, you make that, and um, <clears throat> decent credit or whatever. So you go on to describe the person that would still be able to afford it. A lot of people hear, would hear, oh, interest rates went up. And if they do attach meaning to that, they're going to say, oh, I can't afford a house anymore. I'm going to drop out of the buyer's market. Or can I afford a house anymore, right? So you're going to explain in your piece that, yes, they can afford a house. Think of... Um, the recent uh, presidential election, and I want you to step out of any any politics, okay? Understand that the news stations, uh, they really, especially in politics, they really, really love the American political scene because the American political scene moves at the speed of molasses, and so they literally drip this narrative to what their audience's confirmation bias is and matches that and drips out little tidbits that can play a story and a narrative over time. You follow me? So think about this. So the election happens, right? Trump wins. You know, the world is shocked. Everybody who voted for Trump goes over, not everybody, but you know, I'm exaggerating slightly. Everybody goes to Fox News that voted for Trump. And they hear what they want to hear. Everybody that's anti-Trump went over to CNN or MSNBC for the most part, right? And they heard what they wanted to hear, right? They heard what they wanted to hear. And, and they've been hearing that and seeing it for the last year. You know, the whole Russia thing. It's fascinating. If you go over to Fox, they're talking about why it's malarkey. You go over to CNN, they're talking about how, you know, he's going to be in shackles any day now. It's two completely alternate realities. So what I want you to think, and again, I mean, you got to, in order to do this, sometimes you, there's a concept in NLP called third position. Dave Lacani and I talked about this where uh, in the last, one of the last podcasts, <clears throat> it's where you can get out of the emotionality of stuff and really see what's going on because we're limited by the frames that, that we're in. 
right? Uh, but we're limited by our own biases. And so that blinds us to what's really going on. Uh, there's a, uh, there's a line that was uh, Stephen Mullen, who's a philosopher, pontificator on YouTube. Uh, he has a great video I love that's called the, uh, the Story of Your Enslavement. Anyway, he ends it and he says, to leave the farm is to see the farm. Uh, so you, you don't know that you're on the farm until you're actually off the farm, right? And that's, that's a mental, uh, mental uh, block that we all get into. We're bound by our own beliefs. And so, <clears throat> so what's third position? Third position is, yeah, first position, I'm looking at you uh, in a conversation across from me. Second position is, uh, I'm seeing you, seeing me through your eyes. I'm wearing your shoes. I'm having empathy, right? Third position is up above. I call, I like to call it God position or a bird's eye position. Some people say, see it, you know, from like the spider on the wall or something. I don't like that so much because I, I want a higher view. I want to. I want the met, the the analogy to be that I'm on. Uh, I, I'm so high up that I can see you and I talking, but I could also see the next room and I could see the cars going by and it's almost like I'm on a Google map looking down at Earth, right? And I'm zooming in and out, and and so I see there's lots of farms. And I, right, and there's lots of ideas and lots of beliefs. So it's a quick way to kind of jump out. And there's, when you're like that, there's no emotionality, right? It's like uh, if you've, uh, in, in, in LA, there's, there's this uh, Magic Mountain, Six Flags Magic Mountain. And man, if you're on that roller coaster, you know, you, you imagine being on a roller coaster and going up and down and you hear a rat a tat a tat a tat a tat as you go up. And then you imagine yourself going down that roller coaster, you know, seems like a thousand foot drop vertically, right? And there's a little rush that happens. And if you really visualize that, you actually feel that rush. And, <clears throat> but it's a very different experience right you're uh I've, I've done this where when the kids were little we're driving by from the on the uh the five freeway and we're driving by which you could see the roller coasters off in the distance but it's probably a good probably a mile actually but you can see it in the distance and and we'd explain to the kids, yeah, and there's these roller coasters and the kids are like, oh, you know, they're kids, they're excited, but there's no way they're getting the thrill of actually going down a roller coaster actually in person. So it, it's, it dissociates, the idea of third position is what I'm trying to say, is it dissociates you from the actual uh, emotionality of what's going on and helps us to get more rational. And so what's going on in the media right now is a great... Uh, lesson for us all to understand what is 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 going on, what is being done. It is uh, these companies are businesses, just like you and me. And if we're online, we're in the media business. Yeah, a lot of people don't think of it that way. If you have a, a a website online, if you have social media exposure, you are in the media business. <clears throat> either personal in your personal profiles or business. And so understand the narrative that you're telling. What's your story? 
What are you telling, demonstrating, storytelling to your audience? What does this mean? And so what this can do is one of the biggest problems that we all face is commodity. We all become a commodity. Man, when I started SEO back in the early uh, 2000s, I actually started in the business in the 90s, but actually where I was selling SEO services um, was like 2000, something like that, 2001. And literally people, oh, you need SEO, call Tim. He's because they're the only, I was the only SEO around. Now everybody and their grandmother says they do SEO. And in fact, you can even buy technology that promises to do SEO, right? And, <laughs> or, and build websites and, and, and everything else. So the, the only way to break out and be different in my business is to demonstrate that I know what I'm talking about. And so, Part of my uh, my SEO repertoire, if you will, has been content. I was uh, at one time probably had the largest uh, blog in in the real estate niche in marketing, and uh, and uh, uh, and so I learned long ago how to create thought leadership and how to to piggyback onto authority to attach it to grab authority this is some ninja stuff so listen <laughs> to grab authority from other websites from other blogs or commentary and and grab some of that and so what are some of the ways that I did that well Really, the main idea is, is you know, and you see this all the time still, is commentary. I would go on to other blogs, and most comments are very, that people leave on a blog is, or in social. Uh, excuse me, I had to take a sip of coffee. Um, is Is very short. It's not very useful. It's not very helpful to the conversation. And so I learned long ago is, is if someone's talking about this stuff, even if it's a competitor, <clears throat> the, the commentary is welcome. So a lot of competitors would write on other people's blogs and uh, on, as commentary. And so, but it would always be like, yeah, that's great. I, I believe I like that too. And so I, I use the idea of, and this is really where some of my curation of your creation comes in, re, or repurposing. Think of it this way. Repurpose everything you do in your business, right? Give it multiple, multiple, multiple fingers. And, uh, you know, so if you're doing something in the real world, you can talk about that digitally. This is what I'm trying to tell you. It, it leaves at that trail. So <clears throat> I would go on to somebody who's talking about some subject in, uh, in our SEO or blogging or marketing or, or whatever that I knew about, that I was an expert in, right? Or am an expert in. And I would add to, this is one technique, is I would add to 
the things that he said, right? Yes, this is true. If also this, this, this is also something that needs to be talked about, right? Uh, this happened the other day. Somebody uh, mentioned, golly, what was it? Somebody mentioned uh, something about uh, these are the main things that, that need to happen for, uh, for SEO, for, uh, um, and when you're blogging. And it was an info, it was an info uh, graphic, right? Do this, do this, do this, do this, and whatnot. <clears throat> and I said, in there, I go, yeah, this is a pretty good list, but probably the, the biggest thing anybody could do is this. And, you know, I didn't do the thing where everybody always likes to put, you know, Tim O'Keefe, SEO authority and master, and come to my website. You know, I didn't advertise on it. I added to the conversation. So minimally, I'm, I'm adding my authority in through that person's blog. But I'm also, if somebody follows the link to my name, they'll, they'll come over to my, my website. So, <clears throat> and hey, I got a link out of it, right? So, so it's all good. Now, in this case, I didn't write very long. There was no other commentary uh, competition. There's no other, there, nobody else was commenting. A lot of people don't do that anymore, frankly. But I did this, I think it was yesterday. And so, but back in the day, <clears throat> I would write in, you know, a mini article, and I still do, uh, a mini article on the subject. And... I would uh, I would post it and it would end up being very uh, very a very good addition to the to the uh, the conversation. I've even had it where it was so good <clears throat> that it was an article and that the uh, this this one marketer asked me if she could actually pull it out and make it an article as a guest article. Because it, she thought it was so good. I think it was on Black Hat uh, SEO or something like that, if I recall, back in the day. And, uh, man, she, uh, she put it up as a separate, <laughs> a separate article and gave me some space in her blog. So that was pretty cool. But that's what happens is, is when, you, when you add a comment that's long like that and, and very authoritative, it's coming from, you know, very well thought out uh, idea, you, you're, you're, you are showing up amongst the other comments, you're the one that's going to show up because everything else is small to the eye, yours takes up a lot of space. And so it's easier to read the eye goes there, right? So uh, now that's one of my complaints on Facebook, because I still use the same technique on Facebook. And one of the reasons I love Facebook is because it allows for that kind of commentary. The problem is, if, if you probably know on if you're on long threads of comments in Facebook, uh, it's very easy to get lost in the comments. And, <clears throat> and it's very easy to, uh, uh, it doesn't show, like on a phone, it won't show all the comments usually. So it's, it, it, you're in sub threads and whatnot, and it just, it, it's easy to get lost. But the technique still works because if the, if you're trying to, uh, 
attach value to the actual person who posted, they're seeing they're seeing every one of your comments. Um, usually, if they're paying attention and care. So again, if you go through everything you do online or offline too, really, what does this mean to me? Think about that and and demonstrate it and curate it. And when I say I'm going to go back to curation in a second, curation is 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 allowing yourself to post somebody else's content, right? Uh, <clears throat> the USA Today today said interest rates went down, right, or right to whatever percent, and so you take a little bit of that, and and then below it. And then you might say, and then the New York Times said that uh, this is an unprecedented uh, rate. Everybody thought it was going up. It's going down. And uh, this is uh, this is what can happen. And, you know, they're going to give their two cents if if they do, you know, editorialize at all. And then in the middle of it or below it, you put your video and you say what it means in your market to your prospects, and then you write a little bit about it. Okay, that's curation. Now, if you really want ninja creation, a uh, curation, you make it all you. So you're curating maybe so, uh, a snippet from Facebook. You curate something you've done at Cura, uh, Cura, Cura which is a which is a question and answer site. Uh, you curate something that, uh, you know, a conversation that's going on at Twitter. Are you, are you, you understand what I'm saying? And there's, by the way, there's SEO value in that. If you're embedding it, <clears throat> those are all uh, creating uh, a, a transfer of, of authority uh, from these, these sites, these powerful sites onto yours, if you're able to embed these things. And Quora and... Uh, Facebook, uh, quite often you can. So these, this is, uh, the, there's a lot that I've packed into this. Uh, I just gave you, uh, an, you know, a very big SEO, uh, freebie there. And I'm not going to go into too much more detail about that, but, uh, you, go through your day to day. And remember, your clients, your prospects are all asking, what does this mean to me? Right? All right. So, Tim O'Keefe, Sergius Technologies, Coach Tim, SEO Shorts. Hope you enjoyed this. Hopefully, it illuminated your digital presence.